Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And hold up in a bunker deep below the earth, I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, Dan, uh, it's it's that season. It's Easter and Passover, ah. right? All, all these, you know, so religious many, So many important things. religious holidays all yeah. coming up together. Yeah, and so we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about those two and kind of, uh, we, we, yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna we don't ruin just both of them for you. Pass over them. Okay. <laughs> well, let's move on. <laughs> okay. Do that. N- no reaction. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Um, well, Dan. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I actually was impressed last last week and the week prior. Uh, not that there was much else to talk about than the COVID thing, but we actually did not talk about Mormon General Conference, which is just, we always talk about General Conference, right? And for everybody who doesn't know, if you're maybe you're new to the show, General Conference is a twice yearly, um, 10 hour long snooze fest. Held oh by God. the by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, it is a, uh, it Mormons. is designed to torture and or <laughs> I, it's kind of like one of those things where it's a brainwash of some sort. Yeah. It's you know at very at the very end, Jean Luc Picard has to yell that there are four lights, but he actually sees five. <laughs> right. Um, anyway, ten hours spread out over two days uh with two hour sessions and two hour breaks between like it's 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 a marathon uh service of sorts mm. it's really just like speech fest and like boring spe- like oh, little speeches. these terrible talks given by old men <laughs> just with the occasional woman on like there'll be a woman maybe in one or two of the sessions right normally no yeah, that's very, very new. That is very, is that very new? new. Well, our that's entire what they're doing. childhood, there was not a, <laughs> unless it was the woman's. There, there's one uh, seg- section that's just for the yeah. ladies, <laughs> for the it's ladies. ladies night. Well, six uh, months ago, at the last general conference, yeah, uh, president of the church, a man by the name of Russell M. Nelson, we call him Rusty. He uh, he announced that this that this most recent general conference was going to be that this one that just happened uh was going to be the uh a general conference unlike any they had ever seen before the oh, mormons one, that their one heads for the were just books, going baby. to they were just going to blow off right yeah uh and, and you know and there was something that, that sort of coincided with this general conference which is it was the 200th uh anniversary of joseph smith um making up a lie about <laughs> seeing god right right um, well, the, they call it the first vision yeah and there are multiple accounts that differ from each other about like what this first or something right like what, they're like yeah there's so many different versions of it which he um, himself told to different people right uh but the the one that they finally settled on the one that is canon now uh apparently that took place 200 years ago this year exactly and and that's sort of the jumping off point for uh this whole thing he so rusty nelson announced on the sat during one of the saturday sessions that the morning session on sunday 
was going to be a solemn assembly. <laughs> right? Boy, they sure know how to sell us a, a meeting. Right. A solemn that assembly. Well, you know, I mean, what is this th- what is this going to be? And you've heard the term before if you if you're more if you grow up Mormon, you know, you but you haven't you haven't really account, encountered too many of them, right? Huh. A solemn assembly. Like why would there Oh my god. Normally a solemn assembly would be for maybe like um enthroning a new like president of the church, mm. right? Or uh, if they were going to introduce some new scripture Ooh. or something like that, or maybe even like for the dedication of like um, a new a new temple, right? right? And they would call these solemn assemblies. And it's customary at a solemn assembly to do something called the Hosanna shout. <laughs> now, this is all sounding really exciting, right? Like it's like, oh my God, they're having a solemn assembly. They're going to do a Hosanna shout. This is like, this is like, not once in a lifetime type stuff, but this is rare, right? Yeah. And it's exciting. And Mormons are getting all worked up. Um, <laughs> to do a Hosanna shout, you have to um, get yourself a little white handkerchief, right? You, you guys and- can't imagine how stupid this is. <laughs> I have to warn everybody. I actually gonna- had to do one of these. Did you know that? I did a Hosanna shout what? in my lifetime. Why? I don't temple? remember why. I think they rededicated the Salt Lake Temple or something. Oh. And I went as a teenager. Okay. And uh, and I was told, bring a handkerchief. And I was like, the fuck you say? And I so I brought a <laughs> handkerchief, which I thought was weird. A teenage boy in America does not bring a handkerchief, but uh-huh. I did. And then... Uh, please go on and describe. Okay, so you you take this little handkerchief and you hold it from one of the corners, right? You completely unfurl it, right? Yeah. So as as the best dan- dandy in the world, you hold your little <laughs> handkerchief out in, in front of you from one corner, right? And um, well, and, and you sort of shake it around, right? You, you but, wave but let, it. Let's listen to some audio, right? Okay. This wait, is going to actually. We need to set up this audio because here's the thing. That's not a setup? Well, here's what here's the thing. A Hosanna shout is meant to be oh, a okay. giant crowd of people yeah. right. in unison shouting right. this shout. Right. But here's the thing. The COVID-19 thing ruined their general conference. Yeah, it's this- just <laughs> four old old men we're talking late mm. 80s and early 90s to the man uh-huh. standing up in front of nobody in a giant <laughs> fucking building with the saddest arrangement of flowers that you've ever seen in your life behind them. <laughs> well, first of all, they, this wasn't in the conference center. They made it sort of look like the conference center in close up, but this is actually over in the church office building. Oh, it uh, is? Yeah, there's an auditor- small auditorium over oh, there okay. that they rigged up with um, a, a fairly convincing you know yeah. podium that looks like the one at the the conference center and some some you know kind of rosy colored uh wainscoting little background right. thing with some ugly flowers on top of it and then they did a very clever thing which is the wall above it they lit in a very sort of uh dark like uh like a blue light so it oh. gives it a lot of depth yeah. right like like you would expect to see but anyway I complete. I completely digress. But anyway, so this is going to be audio of yes, Russell M. Nelson, uh, a, a completely out of step, 
um, uncoordinated Dallin H. Oaks. And then the man over the corner, I guess, would be... Um, I don't remember his name. Oh, who is it? It's... Uh, it's, it's I it's, don't remember. It's Jolly McJowlface, but I don't oh, yeah. remember who he is, he is. He, as a human being, is 75% <laughs> jowl. <laughs> All right, here, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Hosanna. Hosanna. Hosanna to God and the Lamb. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna to God and the Lamb. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna to God and the Lamb. Amen, Amen, and Amen. So yeah, you know. It's the saddest, most pathetic thing you've ever seen in your life. You guys, I can't tell you. Like, it's fucking weird when there's a crowd there, right? Because everybody, yeah. it looks like a whole, it looks like a whole battalion of Mormons uh, trying to uh, <laughs> surrender to you. They're all yeah. waving their white <laughs> flags back and forth trying to surrender. But at least if they're all there, there's like this sort of chorus of voices but when it's four doddering old morons going, Hosanna, Hosanna, <laughs> it, it's just unbelievably, uh, I, they must have felt like idiots. These three? No. <laughs> you don't no, think? No, this is sacred. It's solemn, Dan. Yeah. Now, I would say the people who did feel like idiots were the, one, were the, like, the, the teenagers at home whose parents oh, yeah. were forcing them to do this. The Mormons were expected to do this in their houses. At home. Oh at my home, god. Alone you guys. Breath. It was it's... this global Hosanna shout, right? Like they were so <laughs> proud of this moment. And you know for a fact not a single person shouted. Because oh, you know people did. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe some oh. people did. I mean there were some there were definitely like some some like parents who are working up their kids and getting them all excited to do this and then their leader just goes like they love this guy they think it's his old craziness is cute oh my god and you it's see that a, in the posts about this kind of stuff. It's it's oh, the saddest thing. Did you tweet that video? Yeah, I did kind of if you guys want to check it out, I did uh kind of my own cut of this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's nothing too exciting, but I put a little quirky music on it and I have um my own special close ups of sort of what's happening. Which because, by the because, way because Rusty picks up on the fact at some point in the middle of the video that Dallin and Jokes is just I mean literally waving do his it. surrender. Right? Like like <laughs> like Rusty Nelson's doing like this little this little punctuated little Hosanna, right? And he'll yeah, like he's waving he'll wave on it, the rhythm right? of what he's saying. And Dallin H. Oaks is like he's just like uh, and he's just going back and forth. Like, oh my god. It's it is amazing. the least enthusiastic. like uh. if you want to see the opposite of enthusiasm, watch that video. <laughs> it's amazing. The best part is we're not supposed to be saying any of this because in the lead up to the oh, Hosanna shout, he specifically Rusty Nelson specifically said to the media, <laughs> of which I assume we are considered a part, sort of a bastard of stepchild. Yeah. Uh, but he said, now, hey, you guys, 
This is very serious and important to us, so you're not allowed to make fun of us, okay? <laughs> Which it was the course. most offensive, stupid thing I can imagine a man well, saying and before that, he did that. And I, to be honest, I would not have even thought to do my own little cut of it and put dumb music <laughs> to it had he not said that. Right, exactly. Like, he put the idea in my head. Challenge accepted, Yeah, Rusty. Oh my God. All right. Uh, well, that was fun. I'm going to ruin it now no. because I have some horrible news. No. Um, this has been a fucking weird-ass week for anyone who likes justice. And, uh, and I'm going to actually, for this story, I'm going to talk about three different cases. The first, past, uh, Monsignor Bernard McGarty of La Crosse, Wisconsin, uh, who has been in trouble before. Uh, for at one point he got in trouble for, for when he was like 89 years old he was getting a massage and he lifted uh, the sheet off of his groin area and asked the masseuse to finish him off which oh. great father thanks a lot uh, he got in trouble for that then he got in trouble for uh, allegedly uh, according to a criminal complaint um, he was talking to a woman outside of a library and apparently hitting on her very very uh aggressively trying to kiss her and eventually taking her hand and putting it on his crotch oh my god uh, so there was a criminal complaint he uh, was going to go to court and then the courts decided that it's uh it's just too hard with the covid19 thing happening and they just let it go so that apparently that case will not be uh going forward oh. fun isn't yeah. that isn't that great oh my well, god let me keep going then let <laughs> me introduce you to nason joaquin garcia mm. uh who is the leader of a huge like million member uh mega church called la luz del mundo oh yeah uh, i love that one yeah the light of the world uh, yeah. in mexico they are crazy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he was arrested in California uh, a few months ago and was being charged with uh, all kinds of things, including human trafficking, uh, child sex abuse. Oh, my God. Uh, and, and apparently the evidence is strong. They had a great case. Uh, it was Everything was going swimmingly until the jackass uh, uh, prosecutors took too long in doing some of their stuff and somehow that was so raw they 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 bungled it so badly that a judge has thrown that case out of court because uh because on uh, just on that technicality that uh the criminal preliminary hearing was not held in time <sighs> okay. so that's real real fun and then the highest profile one of them all Cardinal Pell, uh, George Pell was, uh, last August, was denied an appeal in his sex abuse conviction. He had been convicted of sex abuse mm. uh, and, and denied an appeal. Uh, he went to jail. Everything was right with the world. But, of course, he was going to appeal to the highest court in the land, which I think in Australia is called the High Court. Mm. Um, and it went to the High Court. And the high court decided that because the jury uh, 
couldn't, the high court just decided that the jury couldn't have found him guilty beyond a reasonable doubt because it was his word against this uh, anonymous to us um, uh, testifier who hmm. was his victim. Mm -hmm. There were other victims, but they weren't coming forth. This victim was the, this guy was the only person to testify. Well, the other one's dead. Yeah, that that's right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the jury found it absolutely credible and more than enough to convict. Uh, the appellate court decided not to accept it, but the high court said, nope, that wasn't enough evidence. We decided the juries don't matter anymore. Fuck wow. the world. And they let him go. Jesus Christ. So there you go. Uh... <sighs> Everybody, look, if you wear a collar that looks different from everybody else's collar, you get to do all the, all the murdering, all, uh, well, not murdering, probably, may, probably murdering. You could probably you get do, to do it, all why the, not? All the molestation that you want. It's a get out of jail free card, fucking mm. literally. Jesus Christ. Well, Dan. Yeah. It's an incredible segue into uh, my next story. Ooh. If you're, if you're done. Yeah, I'm uh, sure. I'm so sick. I, it, I'm glad to be done with it. Okay. Well, um, just uh, just to add on, Dan. Uh, um, apparently, um, in the wake of uh, the Cardinal Pell stuff, mm -hmm. um, within just a, uh, I think a day or two of that, uh, Pope Francis offered his morning mass. Uh, for those who suffer from unjust sentences. Oh my God. <laughs> I would like to pray today for all those people who suffer unjust sentences resulting <sighs> from intransigence against them. Oh my God. <laughs> That's going to lead into a uh, sort of the uh, response on the street um, in Melbourne, Australia. Sure. Um, af after um essentially i guess the not not officially an acquittal but where um george pell's you know being left let off the hook hmm. um the uh, um the the saint patrick's cathedral in melbourne um was vandalized um <laughs> with the words uh rotten hell and no justice um painted onto the doors of the cathedral Sure. Um, which this is the um, the cathedral that also, uh, I guess George Pell. Um, this is, I guess, where that's the, his the home choir, turf. The choir boys um, uh, back in the nineties were um, molest uh, allegedly, I guess we should say, uh, molested, um, and uh, yeah. So also the words um, uh, the law protects the powerful were also spray painted uh, yeah. on the cathedral forecourt. Um, and then over at the Carmelite Monastery, which is where uh, George Pell uh, was staying, um, a child's tricycle was fixed to the gate. Um, and let's see, a bunch oh, of... Oh, I like that. That's yeah, actually a nice right? little... Yeah. And then I, I, mean, I can't tell. It looks like um, shoelaces or some string or something was also tied up there in kind of a uh, statement-making way, I guess. Hmm. Um, I, I hope they fucking welded it to the gate and welded it shut. <laughs> I know, right? Um, yeah, so... Um, but here's the deal. 
uh cardinal pell doesn't want to really be sticking around in melbourne obviously no um, but he also really can't uh you know get out of get out of the country at the moment so he's holed <laughs> up in uh sydney now oh. um and uh but he can't get himself back to rome for a while uh thanks to international travel bans right um and you know what even if he could his old position has already been filled so um yeah he's they he's didn't... not going to be returning back to his role as the vatican treasurer uh anytime soon can i just say by the way lest anyone think that we're being unfair to this guy that maybe he didn't actually commit the crime of which he was convicted and then over that conviction overturned mm -hmm. his own lawyer not in the courtroom but i think talking to to the press was so crazy about things that literally at one point he said that he, he was complaining to the press that his client was guilty of quote no more than plain va vanilla sexual penetration uh, where the child is not actively participating oh is that all that's it you guys, why are we even mad about it? <laughs> God. It was just, it was it's so vanilla. Unbelievably, yeah. I mean, if that doesn't amount to his own lawyer admitting that he did the thing, I don't know what the fuck we're doing here. Yeah, and also... But he didn't do it in court. <laughs> also, so. um, I don't know. Uh, maybe somebody should be looking into that lawyer and some of his activities. Right? <laughs> like if he's like, Horrifying. Oh, that's, that's nothing. You should see what I do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am a monster compared to this guy. <laughs> God. That's uh, fucking well, okay, I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Here we go. Uh, I'm going to take us now. Uh, I think we talked about it. Jerry Falwell Jr., J. Falju. Mm -hmm. uh, he's the head of uh, Liberty University. Yeah. And he was determined that Liberty was not going to close just because of some stupid old virus that's probably just a conspiracy by the Democrats anyway. So, <laughs> I, he resisted Unreal. for... What's that? Unreal. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Some, anyway, proceed. Yeah. Absolutely uh, ridiculous. Uh, he... So, he reopened his school, and, of course, the press was there to cover this because... That's some bullshit, boneheaded nonsense. And uh, and they wanted some pictures. They wanted to cover it. They wanted to interview some of the students that were coming back, etc. Uh-huh. Well, he is firing back, baby. Oh. He has uh, he has gotten, gone out and gotten warrants signed by Sergeant Alan Wilkins of the Liberty University Police Department for a New York Times uh reporter or a uh, photographer and a ProPublica reporter what who both apparently went on to liberty's uh campus during that time to uh to take pictures and talk to people uh these are trespassing warrants oh my god so <laughs> fighting back baby you can't keep a good man down trespassers you how dare you report on this i'm gonna get you <laughs> This guy, this this man has the ear of our president. Oh, no let me let me just point that out. He has White House credentials. He can he can. Yeah, this, it's, it, he's a bad man. He's a bad bad man. Oh my god! All right, Dan. Yeah. Well, coronavirus mm. and the Pope, Dan. The the Pope has something to say. He 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 has he has sort of a. Uh, 
a theory about the coronavirus. Oh, th those are always good. His, he, the, he, I mean, of all of the popes recently, he's the most sciencey. So well, I can't wait to hear it. I'm sure he's well, going to come come down on the right side of this one for <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, unfortunately, this is the kind of argument that um, it, it's one of those where you sort of agree with the uh what's the 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 end of it right but you don't okay. agree with how they got there right? okay um or maybe not even that anyway he says that uh the the coronavirus pandemic is uh nature's response to humans ignoring the current ecological crisis so while I might want, I appreciate him drawing attention, right, yeah. to the fact that yeah, the, we've got some problems. The planet's warming at an alarming rate, uh, but this whole like, come on, come on, well, nature's response. I like, just like love nature I, has a like is sort of aware of, of what's going on, and it's like, mm, okay, you know what we need to do. <laughs> we need everybody to sit at home for a while. Um, he says um, he says that the outbreak has offered an opportunity to slow down the rate of production and consumption and to <laughs> learn to understand and contemplate the natural world. Listen, <sighs> I think that's amazing. Look, I have been doing I have been researching and see reading quote after quote of like, you know, Israeli health ministers saying that it's a that that coronavirus is God's wrath come down on us for gay pride parades and blah right. blah blah. Which he, by the way, that guy got got coronavirus, which <laughs> is so funny. <laughs> um, but like, for for any religious leader at all to say something like, "Hey, we should take care of our environment," instead of "Hey, God, this is God's wrath" or whatever. I'm more I'll like, take it. Well, it's more I'm like take it. it's more like it's uh, you know punishment on all of us rather than some specific group. Right? Yeah, yeah. Which I guess okay. I mean, if you're going to look for like a positive spin on this whole thing, um, <laughs> he says we did not respond to the partial catastrophes. Who now speaks of the fires in Australia or remembers the, <laughs> that 18 months ago a boat could cross the North Pole because the glaciers had all melted? Who speaks now of the floods? <laughs> I don't know if these are the revenge of nature, but they are certainly nature's responses. He's he's not even talking about God. No. He doesn't even care about God. He's uh, Suddenly he's a nature guy. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I don't like that. Like, I don't... <laughs> that makes me crazy. It's a little Stay woo -woo. in your lane. It's a little woo-woo for, for, yeah. for the Pope, you know? Um... <laughs> And he also, I mean, you know, like this is the problem with the, this guy, right? Because he also go, went on, and this is this doesn't have anything to do with coronavirus, but he also warned against the rise of populist politicians, uh, who he said are giving speeches reminiscent of Hitler in 1933, and others who are focusing solely on the economy. Yeah, right? I guess he's that's not a wrong little, there either. A little coronavirusy, but like, like, like he gets to the right place a lot of times right mm -hmm. how he gets there and uh, a lot of times sometimes right? Um, right and how he gets there uh i guess we don't have to quibble too much about but like yeah. i'm going to i quibble <laughs> i'm choosing to quib right now sure sure why not 
I, I, this guy, I think he's an atheist. I don't think he believes a word of it. I think I, I think he knows that he has to say a whole bunch of Jesus stuff, and he has to like do all the go through all the motions and everything. But I don't think he believes it. I think he's uh, he's actually out there trying to try trying to reconcile the real world with the wacky costume drama that he has to be a part of. All right. All right. Well, I am. I I got one last thing. It is a light little moment, but I just took such pleasure in it. Uh, we have seen all across this idiotic country of ours so many instances of churches proving their 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 uh, valiant uh, belief in their Lord and Savior by meeting against all reason, logic, and in many cases against direct uh, orders from their states, or at least heavy suggestions from their states, to not meet in large numbers, or in any numbers, really. And we've seen a problem with it. Uh, in multiple states, we have seen uh, major, like big outbreaks of the coronavirus happening mm -hmm. and being traced back to church meetings. Yeah. So, it is very nice to read about one church uh, in California uh, where the pastor was insisting that he was going to hold in-person church services. Uh, pastor John Duncan was 100% uh, going to do it at the Cross Culture Christian Ch Center in Lodi, California. Lodi. Okay, great. Thank you. <laughs> Lodi, California. Why do you pronounce it that way? Because it's anyway, California. Uh, so there they were. Uh, they were all set to do it. And finally, uh, it, it was pissing everybody off. Uh, one person had the power to stop it, however. And that was the landlord who changed the locks. Amazing. And said, nope, not going to do it. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> oh, it was the... It, yeah, it was... It was so there you go. The, uh, the landlord part of the Bethel Open Bible Church uh, blocked them. So nice. That's, that's awesome. There, there are some small heroes uh, in the world, <laughs> and I think that is amazing. Just, oh, you want to come to church? Fuck you. You're locked out. There's no church today. Go home. Everybody go the fuck home. Oh, God. Oh, poor Christians, though. It's fucking Easter. Oh. What are they supposed to do? Oh, it's it, very and, sad. And, and really, what is the church supposed to do? This is the one, like, of the two reliable services of the entire year where they right. can expect people to show up and really dish out the money, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they pass that plate around. This, this is like Black Friday for most of the... Oh, my God. All yeah. right, well... There you go. It's a tough time for everybody. Uh, so anyway, listen, if you guys have uh, anything you'd like to say about any of these uh, stories, please write into us, podcast at thinkautomatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yep. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and smash that like button. And while you're there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group, but we will let you in. Also, uh, follow us on Twitter at TGIAtheist. Yeah. yeah, search us out on uh, Snapchat. We're not there, but you can look. <laughs> More to come, guys. 
Hey, Dan. Hey. Uh, you know, like sometimes there's a voice that you just need to hear during a moment of crisis. You know, it's <laughs> so like the only voice the, of reason that we'll ever yeah, need. The, there's a missing voice, right? Like <laughs> it's the one that's going to make you feel the best about everything, put everything right in the world. And we're not um, going to have that voice with us forever. So no, we need to I take know, advantage so sad. So sad. while we so can. So old. So old, Mr. <laughs> Pat Robertson. Um, he has finally weighed in, finally, um, on the whole COVID-19 stuff. Yeah, we've been waiting for him. Um, and uh, he has something to say directly to COVID-19. Do you realize what's happened? This is an inert virus, and we have cowered before this inert virus. It has, caused, it has destroyed our economy. Uh, it has put panic into our entire population. Uh, it's disrupting all of our uh, way of living, and it is closing the churches of Jesus Christ, and people are not able to go and worship together in their churches because of this bug. And I think it's time for the church to go on the attack. Instead of just cowering in our uh, cars and in our social distancing, I think it's time that we stand up and speak the Word of God and command that thing to leave us. We have authority in the name of Jesus Christ as his servants. And the Bible says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear their prayer and forgive their sin and heal their land. And I believe it's time that we speak out boldly and in all the churches coming into Easter in this holy week, I think it's time in every congregation, instead of saying, oh, we're going to be COVID sensitive, we're going to catch something, let's rebuke this thing in the name of Jesus. And I want you to pray with me right now. I just believe it's time to go on the attack. We are not supposed to be fearful. Fear not, God said, I'm with you. I'm going to deliver you. And we serve the God of heaven, and he's certainly greater than a little bug. And this is an inert virus that is terrifying and destroying the whole economy and the society that we live in. And let's not take it anymore. Let's not take it anymore. And I want you to pray in your churches, every church, instead of you covering yourself and, and huddling and all that stuff, speak out. Pastors, every one of you in, in your churches, declare it. Declare the victory in the name of Jesus. So I ask you right now, as we begin this program, you pray with me at this moment. We're going to rebuke this thing. We do not have to cower before an inert virus. Whoever heard of such a thing, this is, we're God's people. And this is a bug that is terrorizing our entire population. We can't let it happen. All the people, all the pastors, all across America, in your services, even if you have to speak in FM radio or speak to cars or whatever you do, declare it boldly. And I want you to pray with me right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you as the author of life, as the creator of all life. Lord, this is your universe. This is your world. And your people, God, have been terrorized by this inert virus and so we come in the name of Jesus, in the power of the Holy Spirit, and we rebuke this thing, and we command it to leave our society and our land, 
and by the day of Easter that there will be no more new cases of this coronavirus. In the name of Jesus, we speak that, and we declare it done in His name. Amen, amen. and amen. Well, I'm glad he got that second amen in there. Right. Oh that, my that's God! Important. In a good, mm. any good rebuking needs an and amen. Not yeah, just you, an need, amen. you can't just stop with one amen. <laughs> the, let me tell you something. Uh, I love that a he insists on the inertness of this virus. That is in that no means, way inert. Well, I mean, I think he's hanging on to the idea that viruses themselves are kind of an inert thing. They like they they're not alive in the strictest sense of I, sure. I don't know. Biologists have these ideas about about it, but he heard somebody say that it was inert, and he has just glommed onto that idea and I think he thinks it means it's harmless. I think that's what he thinks it means. Yeah. But clearly know. not. Although right? although then he goes ahead and speaks to it. He yells at it. So you tell me, is it inert or is it something that you need to yell at? Uh, it's you probably make... not the first time he's yelled at something that's not there. So <laughs> Oh, it's there. <laughs> Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Can't hear him. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, I know. He's, um, oh, God. Well, thank God it's handled. And yeah, all I no. can say is I'm so grateful for all of these, so many televangelists and pastors mm -hmm. and people who have uh, made it go away, yeah. effectively made it go away by praying it away. And now- By Easter, Dan. When we, yeah, we, we know for a fact that it's going to be gone. And if it's not, well, then wait, does that mean that he's not real? That I, God you know isn't... what? You know what? Um, I, after Easter, and there's uh -huh. new cases because, of course, there will be. Right. Um, I want, we need to pen a very sincere sounding letter to his questions and answers, right? <laughs> and just be like, I heard you rebuke it, and I believed it. Right? Yeah. What and I do went I out do without now? a mask, <laughs> and now I have it. Now Damn I've got you, it. Pat Robertson! Why? Why didn't you tell us that it was bullshit? That it wasn't going to work? That it wasn't. I inert. believed you. <laughs> I think it's amazing. Do people? I, I I can't decide whether I think people actually believe this or because. You know, there's that lady, there's that that viral video of that lady who is determined that she can't get the virus because she's covered in Jesus's blood and whatever. Oh God! But like, I don't know. Like, so she probably, I'm sure some people believe it, but most people, when they hear Pat Robertson or some televangelist say out loud, "I'm making it go away in Jesus' name," I'm gonna, we're gonna make it go away. They all know. Oh yeah, that's not gonna happen. It's sad. Don't you think they don't you think they want to believe it though? Oh, they want to. It's just like, uh they don't. Like what how, how do you how do you deal with that? You're like a true believer, <laughs> right? Like no, I'm serious. Like I know. How, how do you keep going? I just I, Pat Robertson. Like if he can't rebuke it? Yeah. What does that mean? It's a uh, well what's great is that it happens so often he, that it, yeah. they don't have to worry about what it means it's just a thing <laughs> that happens maybe rebuke doesn't mean what we think it means <laughs> he said it he said he was gonna anyway all right uh we had some folks right into us or actually just one uh 
an unsigned email from a biologist listener who says, Hmm. It looks like all the prayers about Corona are not working as the numbers keep rapidly climbing unabated. Huh. I'm thinking they need to be more specific. I think oh. this is very smart. Okay. Uh, there are many coronaviruses out there. The oh. virus is COVID-19, acronym of Coronavirus Disease 2019. Mm-hmm. So use that name. Then mm. we need to look at exactly what we are asking for. Mm. The virus is spread through the air, so praying for it to have increased density, higher protein com- con- component, would reduce <laughs> transmission. So that's good. Uh, then there's infectivity. The virus infects by SARS-CoV-2 spike S uh, gly- glycoprotein on its surface, binding to the epithelial cells antigiotensin converting enzyme two which is ace two membrane membrane protein so praying for targeted mutations in exons coding for the binding domain (laughs) in the genes for either of those proteins may be the trick (laughs) or a single virus particle in a cell does not really do much to damage do much damage if it cannot replicate Covies are enveloped positive are enveloped positive stranded RNA viruses with nucleocapsid with a nucleocapsid. Mm-hmm. Its tran- its transcription works through the replication transcription complex organized in double membrane vesicles and via the synthesis of subgenomic RNA sequences. A frame shift between ORF1A and ORF1B guides the produ- the production of both PP1A and PP1AB polypeptides nice. that are processed by virally encoded uh, chymotrypsin-like protease or main protease, as well as one uh, one or two papain-like proteases for producing 16 non-structural proteins so that Pay, praying for targeted mutations that alter any of those processes would reduce or eliminate viral load. I mean, that's just obvious, actually. I, obviously, <laughs> we all knew that. But some of those processes are needed for basic cellular function, so any intervention should be solely toward viral genes. Yeah, get specific. I I like this approach. You know, I think yeah. this is a strong approach. Let's, I did edit that a little bit on. because uh, there were even more words that I can't pronounce in that email. <laughs> but but let's forward this on to the right people, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and 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 our our listener wrote uh, to to summarize said, "Now I've been in church a lot in my life, but I'm a biologist, so I think we need the theo- the theologians out there to strategize about which mechanism should be lifted up and coordinate efforts." <laughs> I no, I just want to hear uh, Cindy Jacobs try to tackle all those words. <laughs> she she would do a really good job. She I, well, I mean, I feel like I sounded like I was speaking in tongues just there, so I feel like maybe maybe that's what she's doing. Maybe we just don't understand her technical words. Oh my goodness. Um hey, did we have anybody to thank this week? We do indeed. Um yeah, we have uh we have two new patrons over Hooray. on Patreon. Um we have Thomas, who's a new venerable listener. Ooh. Thank you, Thomas. Thank and you. we have Thomas, who's a beatified listener. Wow. Thank you, two Thomas. Thomases. Two Thomases in one week. Uh, thank you so much for your support. 
Um, you know, what, the, what these two Thomases did is they went to thankgodimatheist.com, clicked on the support tab, and then followed the link over to Patreon. There is currently an unlisted on Patreon, on the Patreon page, you're not gonna see it, but there's currently on offer a an extra reward. No, there it's, I put it on there today. Oh, okay. Um, it it's, actually it's... will tell you, and it will collect your address, because if you sign up now, right, for, to be a, new for a limited time and limited supplies, um, we will, <laughs> our thank you to any new patron is we will send you a roll of toilet paper. Oh, toilet paper. That's right. It's individually uh, it's, wrapped. It's going to have some original artwork on it. Um, it's worth its weight in gold right now <laughs> uh, in this world. And we're we're sending it out to you. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, it's it, our it's way of our, saying thanks. Our way of saying our thanks. extra way of saying thanks. Because there's other cool things you can get as well. It's true. And then, of course, as always, Dan, our top donor... Our Lord and Savior, Davis. Hooray! Uh, Y'all are amazing. We thank you so much to all all of our patrons. Uh, if you can't afford to be a patron right now, we totally understand. Go give us five stars on any of the places where you can do that. And uh, and thanks to all of you. And uh, more to come. Dan, oh my gosh! Oh my! I there was no reason to really like Easter, in my opinion, as a kid, what? except for maybe some candy. You got some candy. Yeah, right? it's a candy. It's a candy one. That's the awesome one. Yeah, but then there's like it's so churchy. It's mm -hmm. like Sunday dress all day crap. Yeah. Um, Easter eggs, which seem like they should be cool, right? <laughs> like everybody works it up. Uh, you know your parents are all excited about it they tell you how cool it is and then you go out and the great prize is you're finding hard-boiled eggs like what <laughs> which, kid doesn't which is just not, <laughs> it's not a treat that. no yeah, it's not exactly. a treat right you're given candy in the morning and then hard-boiled eggs in the afternoon and it's just it's a little confusing <laughs> um oh, and i was not it is not a fan desperately confusing as a as a holiday uh <laughs> It is the most because here's the thing, it's all bunnies and little and chocolate and yeah. candy and chocolate eggs and then real eggs, but they're colorful and it's bright and it's colorful and also let me tell you the story of a murder. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell it to you probably in gruesome detail. Yeah, because today is the day we celebrate murder. <laughs> So, like, I have sat there horrified while my in-laws watch a movie that is essentially a snuff film about Jesus Christ being tortured, bloodied, murdered. Like, like literally, they put it, like, yeah, it's torture. Yeah. You know, you watch two hours of torture porn, Do and you, then it's like, Are they yay! watching the... <laughs> Are they watching the uh, Mel Gibson one? I don't know what they were watching. I, just, I literally one, like that one's bloody. Yeah, I don't think it was that one. But it was, and it was one that was like sub, Like they were letting these kids, they were letting their children watch this, and I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you people? Yeah, why would you let children watch this? It's 
and and then and then of course yay he's a, he's he's risen he's a zombie now hooray but it's just it's it's such a disconnect for me yeah as a kid growing up i couldn't I couldn't ever wrap my head around it. My parents, fortunately, didn't hit the the Jesus stuff hard at all. We just had fun with the candy and stuff. But man, <laughs> it's some intense shit. When somebody actually wants their kid to know about Jesus and stuff, it is it is the mixedest of messages that I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. In terms of that, but that is not the only. Uh, major religious holiday of this week mm. uh, because yeah. we just passed over Passover, which <laughs> is uh, a beautiful, beautiful celebration of when God killed all of their children, but not all of ours. So suck it, Egypt. <laughs> it's it's gruesome. It is literally horrifying. This yeah. is the celebration of when all of the Hebrews, uh, and man, I don't know when the last time was that you read the account of, of Exodus. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever read Exodus. I have. It doesn't make any sense. At no time in any of that book does anything make sense. It's including things like God continually hardening Pharaoh's heart. Not Pharaoh hardened his heart. Hmm. God hardens Pharaoh's heart so that he's mean, so that he so that then God can send another plague. Over and over again this happens. And then the final plague, the most important one, the one that we're celebrating on Passover hmm. by eating dumb food, is <laughs> that yes, all of the Hebrews, they smear lamb's blood on their door. Uh-huh. And the evil, or or not the evil, God's power skips their house and only kills the firstborn of the houses that don't have that. Now, yeah. to my mind, that is what you would call mass murder of children. But you know, worth celebrating, I guess, if you're not, if your kid wasn't killed. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's kind of no wonder that uh, a a a sort of a devil uh, character had to be created in <laughs> to kind of balance this whole thing out because like <laughs> because like you're right like what god is going around and doing is evil right yeah like it is not what a good uh, and benevolent god would do in any no, way shape horrifying. or form it's 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 a horror it would be and how awful to have to then worship this entity Right. After yeah. after it goes around doing absolutely horrifying things. Yeah. But don't Unreal. worry. Unreal. Of course you're going to want to worship him. You, after all of this is said and done, you get to go and wander the desert for 40 years. So <laughs> That's get excited, prize. everybody. <laughs> Have some fun. Are you guys ready for this? <sighs> oh, my God. Why? <laughs> Why? Oh, and of course, uh, the Jews, uh, not to be outdone. Now, the Christians, yeah, they're getting all the candy. They're getting uh, chocolate, all that fun stuff. But also, they're getting the stupid eggs. No, the, the, the Jewish people, they're really doing it up. They got flavorless bread, uh, matzo. <laughs> that's great. Delicious. And uh, 
They got bitter herbs. I think they're supposed to eat. You got to eat all the, the bitter herbs. Yeah, you got to eat your bitter. <laughs> I think there's something about you have to wash your hands the right way. And I can't. Uh, I I wish I remembered. Yeah. What it all, what there all is it like is. the nice thing about drinking a cup of wine, but I think it's supposed to be Jewish wine, which I don't know if you've had Manischewitz, but it's whoa, it's not good. <laughs> Isn't it like crazy sweet? It's like yeah, it's insanely yeah. sweet. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, there that's you not go. my thing. I, I I prefer a nice dry dry wine. <laughs> well. You get you get sweet wine and dry crackers. How about that? <laughs> That's where your dry comes in. <laughs> so there you go. It's a uh, it's it's a weird time for the religious people out there. They are celebrating some really really crazy shit. Yeah, but they really want to do it. Like like they're going nuts that they can't have their Easter stuff. Right. Oh yeah. Like this is making them fucking crazy. Like I never knew anybody actually really liked Easter that much. Right. Like, yeah. like it's I mean because Mormons it's it's there, you kinda do but Mormons don't really know what to do with it, to be honest. Right. Yeah. Like it's true. Like <laughs> it, it, Easter is just kind of a weird thing. It, they 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 know they're kinda Christian, so they kinda have to do something with it. But they're <laughs> but they are like you talk about like like your in-laws being, you know, just kind of oblivious to, you know, the all the blood and everything and, and yeah. whatnot. But like, they don't like to. You, I don't know. I don't think Mormons usually dwell in that stuff too much. No, right? I most don't. I don't think. I mean, I guess Easter is a celebration of the resurrection. They love talking about the resurrection. Oh boy, you so. can't shut them up about it. But but again, like without like pomp and like ceremony and this and that mormons are just kind of like well let's give a talk about jesus today yeah and that's about that's about all you get there are no special good hymns do you remember any good hymns uh what were they yeah was there a good easter hymn i mean good you're asking me if there was a good easter hymn or if there was a frequent easter hymn because i remember that there are some hymns that were associated well, like, he with, is risen uh, he is yeah risen. Yeah, I guess yeah, that's, that's true. Sort of thing. Yeah, hmm. But but yeah, I, I don't do? know about good music. Uh, but like I, Easter hats, do more Mormons didn't in Utah? Did they do like Easter hats? Not really. Although I'm aware of the phenomenon, and actually, one of my uh, sisters in law does actually and really enjoy wearing an Easter hat. Okay, to church. it's the only time you will see a more a hat in a Mormon church. Right. Uh, but yes, and only ladies. Yeah. Well, what is up with Easter hats? Do you know? Why? I don't. Why? It's so weird. I think you'd have to go to the South to to find the origin of that, or maybe to England. I'm not sure. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, lots of questions, not a lot of answers. (laughs) It's just, it's, look, I want to, here's what I want. I want to hear from our listeners. I want to hear. If they had a horrifying Easter slash Passover experience, or if it all felt so normal that they didn't even notice that they were celebrating something atrociously awful. Uh, so <laughs> please, if that's the case for you, write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com, or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424 666 8442. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, before I get to the to the Facebook, don't forget we we're still gonna do we're gonna oh, do yeah. the, uh, the the Zoom thing. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of responses. We are uh, we're doing it uh, on Tuesday. So if you're hearing this before Tuesday, uh, you can write into us still and email us podcast at thankautomatheist.com with Zoom in the uh, in the uh, subject subject line, and uh, and we'll try and get out the uh, the information to you. Otherwise, I think we're going to do another one pretty soon. Um, but yes, do go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist. Click the like button. And while you're there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge or request to join. Uh, it's a great online community. Uh, it's a closed group, though, so you got to request it. Yep, it's true. Speaking of Facebook, thanks so much to Mackenzie for all of her hard work on the Facebook page. Thanks to Danny and Amy for being moderators in the Members Only Lounge. And a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music and to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. Yeah, and thanks to you guys for listening. We sure do appreciate you. Bye-bye. Be safe out there, kids. Mm-hmm.